Hello everyone, uh, we have a very, very special episode today. Uh, obviously we've been on our IVF journey to start a family, so we're just putting this out there right now. If you're having a bit of a tough time on your IVF journey, um, and you think you might struggle with you know, triggering things and stuff, just putting it out there, this might not be one for you. So we hope you come back when, when you're better, or when you feel better. Um, but we're just trying to be considerate of everyone because we know, you know, how things can it's be really pretty difficult. Tough. Yeah. So now we've got that out of the way and we've given everyone plenty of time to make that decision. Let's get into it. Rebecca, how are you feeling? I'm good. Do you want to introduce the podcast first? <laughs> yeah, this is a Hope and podcast. That's first. <laughs> Episode number 51. And mm-hmm. apologies if we're not getting our cues and our, the information that we normally get out perfectly but it's because we're pretty excited and sleep deprived but also so, mainly positively excited yeah the big news is that <gasps> we've had a baby zoe <laughs> is here mm-hmm. zoe is here so um apologies in advance for a lot of things my uh tears might run <laughs> becky has done an amazing job. She's an absolute trooper. Mm-hmm. Um, so today's episode, because we're we're like sitting on this news, a couple of people know, mm-hmm. but um, we just want to basically get it out there and stuff. So today's episode, we're gonna we're gonna give an overview of what happened from when Becky went into hospital mm-hmm. into right now, which is six days postpartum, yeah. six days of Zoe in our lives. Exactly. So um, and then we might kind of anything that is particularly interesting or people might find interesting we might sort of go back into in further detail in other episodes going Mm -hmm. forward but it's basically like questions welcome we've got loads of news let's tell you about it um and then obviously we'll follow up in a bit so and we're both a bit of a mess like i look like Gollum. i've just managed to grab a shower (laughs) i just managed to grab a shower um Mum and dad looking after the baby. Um, and I didn't have time to put makeup on or dry my hair, obviously. I woke up like this. Yeah, puffy face like this. So <laughs> Puffy, not puppy. <laughs> yeah, um, and we've got lots of visitors. Everything's yeah. pretty crazy. So let's go. Yes, Becky yeah. had reduced movement. And well, we've got, we're going to be trying, we're going to try and be a bit clever with this episode as well, because okay. we've been documenting the videos yeah. as we go along. So, well... Let's just, a little recap, episode 50, we talked about the growth scan yeah. and how the baby was big. The induction was brought forward to the 5th of August, which is the day after our due date. So uh, we knew we were going to have a baby imminently. Uh, we didn't know when. Whoops. Sorry. Because of the induction on the Friday that was planned uh, because of the baby's size on Tuesday. Becky was, had reduced movement. I had removed on, on Tuesday the 2nd. So you went into hospital, into the women's unit. They checked her out. They put the taco, taco meter, I keep saying taco, taco meter on her, measured it. and um, It's a CTG scan yeah. for the baby. Basically. And they were kind of okay with it and they were happy with it. And they said, we're more interested in how you feel. And, and then the doctor came. And my gestation. Because yeah. we were 40, well, Which, 39 plus something. Quick caveat with that as well. They made a mistake on the nose ages ago um, by basically putting the gestation out by two weeks mm. so as soon as the nurse came in we went fyi those notes are a bit of a mess becky is actually mm. 39 and 5 or whatever and she went yeah yeah cool and then checked us out went oh everything looks good and then just as we were about to leave they went oh i i just double checked and you're actually for the 39 plus 5 39 or- plus 5 or whatever um so because you're so close to your gestation date 
um, we're going to get a doctor to check you out. I was a bit annoyed because <laughs> that's the first thing we said to him. We yeah. said the notes are wrong because imagine if we left. Yeah. Anyway, doctor comes in, checks her out and says... Not quickly either. No, Obviously, we were there it's... for hours. <laughs> doctor comes in, checks Becky out, says... Um, kind of happy with the movements but you're you're fully cooked basically so there's no downsides to inducing earlier um and that's what we like, would normally offer yeah. but we so basically if we didn't have one book she'd be like right i think we should induce you now today yeah yeah like now yeah and then she went but we can't because there's so no space i was pretty pissed off that mm. they said this is the best thing to do but we're not doing it yeah that's all I hear. You know, like, this is what I recommend, but computer says no. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God. So because the induction was booked for Friday and this was the Tuesday, the the busyness on the wards, they were, they were just said that they couldn't possibly fit us in. So instead, they offered us a stretch and sweep, um, which we could have refused, but I went for because I said, I kind of want to get labor going. Like, if things this aren't... baby is like Godzilla, it was growing at an <laughs> exponential rate. But it also because the mo- movements were reduced and it's doctor's orders to have an induction, but yeah, they can't give you really, one. That's what really pissed me off. Yeah. Like, a doctor, obviously, they're more qualified than a midwife. I yeah. know there's probably loads of midwives going to be screaming now, but like, they've done I'm more gonna go. I'm going to go with the person who's. In yeah. charge. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the doctor said, I'd recommend inducing yeah. you now. And the whole mix up with the gestation. I was, I they was couldn't just... do it anyway. So they offered us a sweep. And on a, uh, on examination, they said that favorable there, my conditions. cervix looks favorable for induction on Friday. Um, she mentioned one to two centimeters, but I was like not really taking that much information. Anyway, in. Yeah. That's... So she did the sweep and off we went. She said, the doctor said, because we can't induce you to give you peace of mind you need to come back to hospital every day to have a ctg scan so to check on the movements now that's infuriating because yeah. they're saying you need an induction yeah. we can't give you one but we'll we'll keep bringing you back to do these things which are not necessary well they were necessary because the movements were reduced it's basically but also i think they were hoping that i would go into labor yeah and i they? think it's more and it, it takes like an hour to get there traffic permitting sometimes yeah. it's it's, an, it's a nightmare and it's just like come yeah. on like so i uh, immediately had some bleeding, which is normal from a stretch and sweep, and started to have some like twinges, aches, and pains. So we went home like, "Ooh, maybe it's going to happen." Got on the birthing ball, like we were doing everything we could to kind of make yeah. the baby come because we were getting a bit tetchy by then. Mm-hmm. Um, the morning came. We didn't really have. Um, I didn't have no any news. more feelings. Yeah. A couple of twinges. We went for a walk with the dog and one of my best friends. Well, my best friend. Um, who was going to look after the dog um, when we did go into indu- to be induced. Um, and while I was on the walk, I got a few cramps and yep. she was like, oh, maybe it's happening, maybe yeah, it's not. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, okay. Uh, anyway, uh, we then went in for our CTG scan, expecting to be there for a couple of hours with... Four o'clock-ish or something, yeah. Yeah, maybe, th- no, it was at half too. Yeah, yeah. When in the afternoon, we had something delivered. They stuck the little taco meters on you and everything. Mm. We got ourselves up. all set up with them. Um, we got an some iPad. video of that. <laughs> video going here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they were happy with that, um, and we spoke to the lovely midwife who saw us there. She was really kind. I've forgotten her first name, but she was called Saint T. 
nurse yeah, safety. Yeah, yeah. And I've um, written everyone's name down through the whole mm. process up to where I could. She was amazing, she was reassuring, amazing. talked us through everything. She and said, then she said, I'll call the induction wards and see if they've got space. And we now, were like, Ooh. I'm not going to take credit, right? <laughs> but like, I phoned the induction ward that day and I said, mm. this is the deal, right? The, the, yeah. the doctor said she needs to be induced. She's not being induced because his computer says no, basically. Yeah. Like, you're three different departments talking to each other. Is there any space on the ward? First woman said no. Computer mm. says no. And then the second woman said, oh, you know, things change so fast all the time. We might make some, we might have some space there. Mm-hmm. So then when I, we went in and saw Nurse Sainty, yeah. midwife Sainty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I said, um, you know, the doctor told us the best thing right now really is an induction. Um, is yeah. there any chance you could maybe call up? And, you know, I was kind of joking a bit. I said, you know, if they want donuts, fruit pastels, <laughs> anything they want, I can go to the shop. I can, like, <laughs> I will unashamedly bribe the hell out of everyone to get Becky yeah. up there. And she was like, I'll see what I can do. She went away. Becky watched an episode of This Is Fuzz Crying, also known as <laughs> This Is Us. This also goes back to what we've said all the way through this uh, podcast and through any fertility journey you need to advocate for yourself and often i'm unashamedly like no this is what's happening like i this is the most important person is the one to listen to and take advice from in this scenario don't be rude but don't be pushed over don't get told i think we all feel a little bit scared of questioning people in authority sometimes but it's important to ask for what you want and and insist that you find out and get your answers yeah can you please answered? questions answered check if there's any space on the induction yeah. work most people go mm, i don't think yeah. so computer says no so off she went she was she was awesome she was yeah. on board she was yeah. on board she yeah. was like yeah come back i came back she said it's happening so, so she said, off you pop. No, go she on. didn't. She said, you need to come back here at eight o'clock. Yeah, but, but we have to leave. She went one step further. She was like, I'm going to make the process smoother and go quicker by taking your bloods and all your vitals now uh-huh. so that you don't have to wait around on the ward when you get there. Yeah. Amazing. Because we will we'll put a proper shout out to her. Yeah. She knew it was, we were booked in for eight o'clock, but Fuzz would only be allowed with me till nine. And she knew that if I got there at eight, even if they were ready, they'd take an hour or whatever to get my mm-hmm. blood sorted. So it was amazing. She was a legend I an mean, actual saint yes and um, we hope maybe we can get up on the podcast who knows <laughs> so we left yeah and we were like oh we're gonna be having a baby soon um mm-hmm. what do we do mm-hmm. uh i can't remember what we did to be honest uh well we organized for my friend to collect annabelle took the dog yeah annabelle took the dog and my dad we... my dad helped us with uh, both tvs broke in the house yeah. the week before my dad said got a baby coming you can't have a t- you can't not have a tv he literally couldn't get wrap his head around not having a tv yeah, and i was it. like okay dad if you want to help us out with the tv i will pay you back but thank you very much (laughs) so annabelle took the tv took the dog home and then we had a couple of hours between we checked the hospital bags reviewed them checked the hospital bags got a picture that we can check in yeah now we all i had a bath we chilled and then it was a bit weird it was like an in but it wasn't chill it wasn't it was just it wasn't stressful but it was like busy it was yeah so we didn't have loads of time off we go yeah, we, got we had sent taken home. our hospital bags with us yeah. to the CTG in case. I took them all the time so, just because I wanted to be like, by the way, is there a space on that induction? We didn't work? have to come home. We could have just like gone for a walk and had dinner, but we decided to come home, get things sorted and tidy. Back we go for eight o'clock. So and we, we called my mum and dad and so said, we, make your way down to Cardiff. Yeah. Jim and Sheila, like first response team, <laughs> get in the car, get stuff sorted out. So we've had the seat, the final checks, mm-hmm. space on the induction ward, nurse saying amazing, booked us in for eight, off we go, back yeah. home, few little checks, bags, wherever, back in for eight o'clock, 
go in, I know. Now, when we went in and we got a video of this, if you're listening on the on the podcast, then you'll not see it. But if you want to check out the same episode on YouTube, we've got all the footage and stuff mm-hmm. there, so you can check it out. Went on to the induction mod and got you settled. Yeah. And I knew they were going to like start kicking me out soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not going anywhere until I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because you could have an adverse reaction or you could just... I, I just wanted to know things were in motion. how like, far along we were yeah. with the sweep having happened. Yeah. So you had an idea of how long it would be till you were back as well. Yeah. So we get in, take the bags in. They said, oh, hang out wherever. We'll get the bed ready. Get the bed ready. Get in. Becky gets settled, nurse comes in, explains what we're going to do. She mm-hmm. said, we're going to um, give you uh, uh, an inspection, if that's the word. Examination. Examination. Like, I think a VE, a, the difference between examination. an examination and an inspection is an inspection for like non-living things. <laughs> Maybe. I digress. Anyway, we Becky gets an, an examination. VE. Becky got an examination. And they said the uterus is looking, has favorable conditions for induction. She said, because I'd reached two centimeters, mm-hmm. which was mad because I hadn't had any pain. Like no. I had some period niggles and stuff. But You like, were like, going into labor, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, well, there's certain steps that I can offer you, which she'd explained all before it. So there were three. They were all progressively, like, depending on how far along you went. We can't remember the ins and outs, but basically... One was, back- the first step is usually a pessary. Yeah. And they can be offered a certain number of times. Second step. Second step is a gel or some rods. Yeah. Um, sounded horrible, but yeah. yeah. It's and, probably not. It just sounded yeah. not great. And then... Number the three. Third, the, the third step would be breaking your waters, I think. No. The third one was when you had the gel. No, I just said the gel. You could have the gel or the rods. Okay, so there was, there, was, there was a couple of options, and Becky was... I didn't they, need a pessary. I'd passed that stage. Yeah, Becky was... Would be they opted for the gel. most progressive, furthest along option. Yeah. So they explained that news. this gel that they apply to your cervix, um, you can have it done up to two times, and it usually lasts... Well, after six hours, they, they do another vaginal examination and check how you're getting on. So that's what they did. They... Uh, yeah. um, and then the they gave me um, the gel, applied the gel, and that was around nine o'clock. And they and were like, then, "So you need to go home." And I was like, "Look, we just got you. Can I at least make sure she's settled and everything's yeah. cool and wherever?" And they were like, "Okay, mm-hmm. I guess so." So it was like nine thirty, ten that you had to leave. Mm-hmm. I left. Um, I left you there. Mm-hmm. I hated that. Mm-hmm. Left you there. And randomly, there's a skate park like just around the corner. And Wednesday, it was Wednesday night. That's all I can remember. And Wednesday nights are normally the nights I go riding with my buddies. Mm-hmm. And they were there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm not really going to just go home and like go to sleep. So I popped back. I went down there for like the last 20 minutes. Yeah. Nath had gone home, but I caught, saw Buzz. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my wife's going into labor and I've just been kicked out. Mm-hmm. And he was like, because he's got two kids. And he was talking me through all what happened with them and giving me mm. advice and stuff and it was kind of cool um and then i went back home yeah by the time i took ages because i was just loitering mm. like i wanted to be near the hospital mm. so i went back home and then by the time i got back home sheila and jim were here um and then which is we were we were only expecting um sheila because we didn't know jim could move his work around so that was kind of cool mm-hmm. um and then I'm just kind of pacing and walking around and stuff and your mum's there. So I started cleaning up and making sure things were like, (laughs) well, and it is more for you because I was 
happy with the way he was, but mm. I was like, Becky won't like this. So um, you remember the pram down and the, and the cart and stuff like that. Um, and just sort of tried to make the room a bit nice so that if you came home all knackered, you mm. could have some to go. Um, slept on the sofa. Um, told Sheila, like, they'll let us in at nine, so let's get there for eight. Mm. Glad I did because the traffic and everything is so far away and stuff. Like, by the time yeah. I aimed to get there for eight and I got there for like half eight, 22. Mm. So we had a coffee, went in. There's all video footage of this. Meanwhile... <laughs> I'm I'm in on the induction ward. I thought you were asleep. Like, did you just go to bed? No. So you left me about half ten, yeah. and then um, basically, I think she did a sweep at the same time as the gel. She did examination, a sweep and then, then yeah, a sweep, then a gel. Yeah. Um, so basically, I started to lose stuff like mucus pluggy stuff, which mm. was a bit little. But um, Not yeah, really, it's just... it was fine. Mm. I was just walking around, getting comfortable. Um, I wasn't really having any pains going on. I was fine. I just felt like uh, a bit. I knew they were going to wake me up at three o'clock, so I was yeah. a bit like, I need to get to bed. Yep. So I got in my PJs. I watched a little bit of TV. Ate some biscuits, made a cup of tea. Feeling gen, gen, nervously excited. Just nervously gen- excited and kind of like, oh, this is like an interesting experience. I've never stayed overnight in hospital before. Yeah. It's like mooching Were you around. Freaking like, out about it a bit? No, it was no. quite nice. I text my dad picture like it's like a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Obviously, it's not for lots of people, uh-huh. but nice. Um, and then, yeah, I, I kind of went off to sleep. They come in and inspect you like a lot because I was on a taco meter a few they times. They wake you up? Yeah, they yeah. taco meted me a few times for um, movements. different movements yeah. yeah, and stuff. And so I was doing that and then sleeping in between. But like my sleep was quite broken and restless and I don't know. Wasn't a very restful experience. Wasn't then. restful because I knew they were going to wake me up. But also I think my body was kind of starting to do stuff. Yeah. It definitely was. I just didn't know because I wasn't in any pain. Okay, so when you... Got to three o'clock and in comes the midwife and she says it's time to do a vaginal examination mm-hmm. and assess what the next step is mm-hmm. so she had a little look and yep. i'm just she, interested she had a little yeah. look and yeah. um she said great um how all the time they're checking how you're feeling yeah. they're asking if you want any analgesia analgesia yeah pain relief yeah pain relief and i didn't um they're asking you that all the time and then um i think what was the prognosis three o'clock they said what three o'clock they said wow you're four centimeters right so what's the plan Sure, you don't want anything yeah the plan then is you're ready to have your waters broken but we can't do it here you have to go up to delivery suite and computer says no computer says no (laughs) there's no beds on delivery suite so don't get your husband excited because the beds aren't likely to be ready till at least eight o'clock yeah so then you so then i have to try and sleep have to try and sleep um now i am starting to get no actually so i just sat there like oh this is a bit awkward like i want to tell fuzz and my I'm mom ready to but, pop, but yeah. like you theoretically are allowed in but you're not because we're not on delivery suite mm-hmm. um in other circumstances so you've got this awkward time where you're so about awkward. to pop and and i was just sat there like oh, this is a conundrum mm. and then suddenly i felt like i peed myself <laughs> Yeah. That's weird. I'm so finding I, this out. This is the first time I've heard this on camera. I pressed the buzzer and I was like, um, I don't know if you should just like have a little look because I felt like I just had a wee, but uh-huh. like, um, not really sure because it's happening again. <laughs> and so she looked and she was like, yeah, that's your water. Water's, water's broken. It's three o'clock. Broken. And I was like, okay, so does this change anything? 
And she was like, no. Computer still says no. No. Can't go you upstairs. Sh- she said, this means you're definitely in active labor, but your husband still can't come because there's still no beds on delivery suite. Yeah. And I was like, well, when's that going to be? She said, I think eight o'clock. So I was like, great. Uh, I can't remember if I texted you. We'd have to go back and check. But by I this just time, woke up. I didn't really look at my text. I was like, I'm getting up. I'm I was like, I getting think, up and going. I'm, I'm yeah. I was like, I think I've been a bit cocky. Maybe like I've been bragging too much about not having any pain because it's starting to feel a little bit yep. twingy. So I started using my positive birth company breathing exercises that uh, up breathing, hypnobirthing, hypnobirthing stuff. Yep, up, up breathing um, to help myself through it, and then basically I couldn't get comfortable, so I was just walking around back four, and forth. So four to eight o'clock, you're uncomfortable, pacing around. Yeah, you're like wherever. going to the toilet whenever I can. Yeah, lots of wheeze. I started to feel like um, constipated, so I was like, I really need to have mm-hmm. a poo. Um, eight o'clock. This is up to eight o'clock now. This is up to eight o'clock. And I was like willing hours away. I was in and out of the bathroom and the bathroom was like stalls with a a toilet with a window at the end. And I could see the sun coming up. I would just be like leaning on the windowsill, like breathing, swaying my hips. I even actually went to have a shower after my waters had broken because it was a bit yucky. Um, And then talking about pain relief, I knew I wanted a water bath and there was a bath available like in the air, like... In yeah, the unit, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, can I have a bath while I wait? And they, they were like, that sounds like a good idea. This was like... Yes, I know it would be a good answer, wouldn't it? <laughs> they, this is at like seven o'clock. So I was like, can you run me a bath? And and then they were like, okay, there's there's a bed on the ward. Okay. so And we, then you were already on the way. Yeah, so, we were already on the way. Um, Move. So we're going I didn't from... Get, I didn't get to get in the we're, bath. We're going from induction now. I think you're I had going paracetamol. From in, you're going from induction to the labor ward now. Yeah. yeah, you turned. Well, I was every person. I knew you were on the way, and every person that went past my curtain, I was on the corner bed. I was like, "Is that is that fuzz? Is that fuzz?" Is Eagerly, that fuzz? anxiously awaiting me and yeah. your man. Okay. You came around the corner. And nine o'clock. Got to see you. Nine o'clock. So nine o'clock, we left the labour ward. No, nine o'clock, we came in, wasn't it? You came in. Yeah. Yeah. Nine and o'clock, I was we came relieved. in. Can you stop rushing me? No, but I'm just trying to. Um, Make sure we hit everything along the way because it's all documented. I'm going to be chucking in some video as well. Yeah. So you came around the corner and I was so relieved to see you both. Like, I just started crying. Probably more your mum now. No, both of you. I really needed you to be there. Hmm. And um, um, then we basically, it was time to go. So we gathered up all my things. They said, how do you want to get there? Do you want a wheelchair? And I was like, no, it's fine. I've got this. Yeah. I was powering through um, walking out and then needed to stop for a contraction up we went in the lift and then basically uh we're off to labor ward labor ward so we got, got on to the labor ward that's the labor ward the consultant led labor ward we knew there was only one bath but i said is the bath available the yeah water birthing thing yeah and they said yeah so in we went and they did another vaginal examination put the tackle taco meters on you and put stuff taco meters on me and basically said do you want any more anesthesia and i was like what's available they went through our options uh, and then they got the anesthetist to come and have a chat with you yeah i opted for gas and air had a try didn't like it at this point like all the way through the morning i'd been feeling really queasy and on the induction ward when they came to ask me for if i wanted breakfast it was when i was having a contraction oh, so God. i was like yeah. mm, like counting one two three four and out for eight and doing that four times yeah. and i just couldn't answer her so i had hadn't eaten since yeah. eight o'clock the night before apart when, from a few just biscuits. while you're talking about the um breathing and all that kind of stuff i think mm. we 
that's another episode in, on its own of just like the tips yeah. and things that you found. We maybe helpful should do a part two anyway. No, <laughs> no, that's no, because yeah. uh, our lives are very, very, very busy yeah. right now. So yeah. we're getting through this birth Little story. Little lady is starting to get grizzly. Exactly. I can tell, so labor starts. Labor starts. Contractions are coming They're in. They're putting me on the tachometer, and um, for some reason they couldn't quite pick up. The either the fetal heartbeat or the contractions. Yeah. It was a weird position going on. Wasn't it they? it so, was tricky, but, so they couldn't let me go into the bath, uh, the birthing pool, yeah. straight away. So I was like, "Oh, maybe we should run it, uh, just so it's ready." Um, but anyway, that didn't head happen. Head midwife came in. I think was she the we, blonde woman with the blue. Yeah. Was she a doctor or midwife? Yeah, and basically, I was contracting. I was using my breathing techniques. I tried the gas and air, but I didn't like it. It was making me feel queasy and sick. So I refused that and carried on with my breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, the midwives kept coming in. The senior midwife or the ward sister, whoever she was, kept on coming in because they obviously have the details on the outside. They can Everything's monitor monitored going and going through a heads up unit yeah. outside. So. so they're like, what's going on with this baby? Blah, blah, blah. I don't think it's a good idea to get to the pool. So now pool is off the cards. And I was like, yeah. I'm so sorry that I'm wasting this room with Becky's the pool just apologizing I can't use everyone. it. Yeah. Because it's so unfair. And I was like, Beck, stop apologizing to people. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, you got so other we things carried on. I don't know how many hours it was. The but straps weren't working very well so either. So they had to like hand, they literally had to, they had nurses and. So we got up there at nine. Holding the stuff on. We got up there at nine. Maybe they didn't do a vaginal examination then, but by mm. 10 o'clock they did do a vaginal examination. Yeah. And I was six centimeters. Yeah. Um. So I'd got from four centimeters at three o'clock in the morning it was a linear progression i asked the doctor you were like x for y so like if you were two if you grew two cent grew two if you went two centimeters in an hour the next hour you went another two so it was like all good progress so i was making good project progress by this point it was starting to get uncomfortable so they were like maybe you should just try the gas and air again so i did and it did bring some relief so that was really good yeah you opted for no epidural and all the other things. Because yeah. when we, we sat down and we talked about it, I think you were a bit overwhelmed as well. And I was like, right, so you just listened to the same stuff that I listened to. Mm-hmm. But like, here's the pros, here's the cons. Yeah. I thought that was kind of, maybe that was helpful for you because like you're kind of like thinking a million miles an hour. So yeah. if you just break it down, like it's totally fine to do this, to yeah. do it or to not do it. If you do do it, these are the things you got to worry about. I was glad that I had got so far with just breathing. Yeah. And I thought the gas and air, even though it's making me feel a bit queasy, it's doing a good job in like taking the edge off the pain. Yeah. And I could still do my you, breathing. You didn't at the same use time. the gas in air towards the end anyway. I didn't use it when we were pushing. Yeah. So it got to a pushing stage. They found out I was obviously 10 centimeters. I think I'd start to tell them it hurts and yeah. like, Maybe I'd start to tell them I can't do it. And, and she was like, the reason that the pain has changed is because you're ready to push. Yep. So off we go, started pushing. I we are like right towards the end of this like whole situation yeah, now. Didn't use any gas in there at this point. I had tried loads of different positions on the bed because I had to stay on the they bed. They didn't want to move you. They didn't want me to move because my the CTG wasn't playing ball basically. Yeah. And at that point they decided, maybe it was earlier, to put the whatever they put on the baby's head to monitor it's an alternative to monitor the same stuff so instead of the external tachometers they put this they it sounds bad but it's not they put this little screw clip mm-hmm. onto the baby's head um mm-hmm. anyway so we we get the mid like we're in for an hour now you're pushing for an hour mm-hmm. they mm. was twisting me around i was on all fours for a while with my yeah. my head to but the back of the bed and they didn't like it and they wanted you on your back and mm-hmm. they kept you still we which had, I was not happy about, but... Had, yeah, and I 
yeah i thought maybe you could be moving around mm. and doing stuff because nothing was really so changing. different from what i wanted because i just wanted to be moving around listening yeah. to music dancing doctor comes in to check what's going on uh-huh. and she's like okay so we don't You've only we, got this we, amount of time. we don't let people go for more than two hours and not much changed to be honest in that mm. time in an hour or two you were getting contractions you were pushing i was just trying to help you the breathing that's I, that's one bit of advice i as a outside person would really recommend to all women is try and work on catching your breath yeah because so the, in the contractions in the breathing, it's called down, down breathing yeah but you, and i hadn't practiced that enough yeah. no it's just hard like when so you back you get a contraction and it's like tight and we're and the doctors are like telling you as well they're like catch your breath so it's like hold it and then you've got like a but force. when you catch your breath you can feel the baby physically coming back again in. yeah so it's like catch your breath but keep and everything it, still yeah and, and don't let the baby move and it's like being winded it's like you catch your breath and mm. then something moves and you go and yeah. then you've got no air left in you and then you can't push this out but so when becky really... did get it which you did yeah when you did get it i was watching everything mm. and like when you did when you <laughs> did you. when you did get it yeah you could you could see the night and day difference between yeah. the things. So it's like, I don't think anything will prepare a first time mom for going into that, but like try well, to, to help me. They tried to, they said, if you see what you're doing differently when you're doing it the way we want you to, then um, it might help. Yeah. So they got a mirror out and that just traumatized this is, me this, to be honest. This is right towards the end. Like, so yeah. like basically there was like not much progress, yeah. good progress, but not much progress. And then we're getting up to the two-hour mark, and then the doctor comes in and says, "Okay, Becky, you we need to get this baby out in yeah, ten minutes." The the contractions had slowed down, so they whipped in, put a cannula in me, and gave me some of that Sintonox, I think, which is what you might end up having if you're injured. In the duct, yeah. So, um, which is oxytocin to bring on the contractions. Yeah, two because two hours in, you were just pooped. You were. I was knackered. exhausted, and the contractions had slowed down, and they needed to get the baby out. So yeah. basically, that's what they did. They yeah, doctor was like, "Right, you got ten go. minutes." Yeah, so. and we're all like trying to be supportive, like cu- encouraging you on, not but not <laughs> but in a don't bad be way. shit and keep pushing. Basically. No, I mean when you, I think, well, why did it? Why does everyone do that? Why yeah. does everyone say, "Come on"? Like I was telling you, yeah, you got this, it and good. it's yeah. When you, were, my mum, everyone that was there yeah. was like, "You can do it. Come on, let's go." And I know again, it sounds again. bad, but like do the, it like that again. There was like four or five different people talking. And I know from like training for fighting and stuff like that, when you've got people in the corner, mm. like kickboxing and stuff like that, you don't really, sometimes it's easier to pick out a voice that you know. Yeah. So I was like, Becky, look at me. And you're like, Ugh. I ripped your t-shirt. Yeah. I was, I was like, literally like holding onto your t-shirt. But I was just like, I was kind of like, look at me. And I was like, right, hold your breath. I was just trying my hardest yeah, you, to get you to just you hold your so breath. You were so good all the way through it. And um, you said you say that, that but so it must bossy. be annoying as fuck. You someone said, just going, yeah, do this. And you're yeah, like, I'm it was. Trying. I was really bossy with you, though, because you were like sat on the edge of the bed. And sometimes you would like lean on me a little bit, obviously, because yeah. there was no room. And I'd be like, stop leaning on me. Yeah. Um, so it's all going right and we had a sec the, the doctor comes in and she's mm-hmm. like you got 10 minutes now and then another doctor then another in. doctor came in so i'm like Chip. um all right yeah. um so so at this push, point push, push, i was crowning everything, and everything yeah. happened the baby's head came out you was you saw it coming out everything was cool like working I felt the baby's head out and then we hit a roadblock yeah there was just the baby was just stuck there was just nothing so happening so much information but basically the baby was stuck and they pulled 
her out. So they pulled her out of me. My my knees were... I was in stirrups anyway because of the way they put yeah. me. But my legs were literally in the air. And my head was like at the back of the bed. So it was like exorcist moment. It was really weird. Yeah. So and then they got be- her out. Yeah, so Becky's only preference, cord. right? Becky's only preference for the entire thing was yeah. for me to cut the cord and tell her what it is. Yeah. So the baby's half out. They then the things start happening, yeah. right? I don't think you might have been fully aware yeah. but like i was right there looking at the door yeah and in i think the doctor said right i'm gonna give you an injection yeah a local anesthetic injection because i'm gonna have to oh, give yeah. you a cut to get yeah. you out yeah, to get I it out she gave you a cut the baby's coming out and i it was life-changing literally the baby's head's coming out and i'm like back it's cool they're here don't worry about it you're good and then the doctor's like pulling this is what they have to do that's what i mean but i was like like, my my body was in the air my whole body was pulled i was watching our baby Mm. being pulled by the head yeah and i was like fuck Mm -hmm. she was blue i didn't know she was a she at the time they cut the cord because they needed to they got her out first yeah then they cut the cord she wasn't crying she wasn't moving and she looked gray and blue And she looked dead. And I was going, come on, baby, cry, cry for me. And I said, what is she? When they pulled I saw the out. cord and thought it was a board. And I was like, a boy. And I said, what is, what, what are they? What are they? Yeah. And then you, you got asked. Or, they literally got, they put the baby in front of me and lift the flap up. And <laughs> like the little towel thing or whatever. Oh. The little towel. And yeah. they were like, I said, it's a girl. And then in a blink of an eye, there were they 12 people away. in the room. There was uh, the nurse. They have a little station in the corner. So... They whipped her away because they were worried about her. Yeah. And so Fuzz and Mum were allowed to go with the baby to the baby bit. I went over um, to the baby bit. The baby nurse was there checking her yeah. out. I said, is she okay? And I I was, I I don't get into shock yeah. generally. I've been in car crashes. I've been yeah. in really nasty, you know, yeah. thing. I've seen horrible things happen yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I don't, I, I normally get weird after. But at the time, I'm very in control and very weird. Yeah. But I just remember being like, is this is she is is she alive? alive yeah and the nurse said she was fine then i turned around and looked at you and there were 12 people and i was like ah oh, she's okay yeah she's okay but they would they let would... me explain what happened while you were over there yeah the doctor was with me naturally i was back on the bed i was allowed gas on air because she was like it's time to uh, birth your placenta how would you like to do it and i said i know that i need to have the injection because i've been anemic and i'm likely I need it. I need the help. I can't risk bleeding. And so she did it. Um, I had two injections yeah. for some reason. They started assisting me in getting the placenta out, pulling it out. And you had a hemorrhage. I had a postpartum hemorrhage. So the people that were there for the baby then were there for me, yeah. I think. And so, yeah, you but knew what I, happened no and one I didn't. Knew, no one told us what was going on. That's fair no. enough. But I was a little bit upset because I didn't know if you were okay. And mm. I didn't know if the baby was okay. And mm. your mom was just like she was like don't look over there don't look over there but i had to i was like yeah. i want to know what's going on i know it sounds bad but i want to know like if what's going dad. on yeah <laughs> and like if you feel like you know if someone's you messed that, up or something i don't know like, at that point that the baby was okay so you needed not really oh. i mean i it's well, hard to believe yeah. yeah then all you know becky got seen to addressed to mm. and everything like that Do, uh, the thing that worried me the most mm. was seeing two consultants mm. there was two consultants and i'm we like we were really lucky that our consultant me, that's been with us all the, way, 
all the way through, Pina Amin was um, actually there on that day. So she, throughout the actual delivery, was in and out, you know, and coaching me and you can do this, you've got this. Come on, Becky. Really good. Um, so, yeah. That is... That it, all got managed. It was... It was The baby was okay. It was not a plan. No. Um, and, and eventually the baby came back to me on my chest. So we didn't have skin to skin. Yeah. And we're all okay. It's completely like... It, it was just not what... I think we did a good job in not having a plan. Yeah. Because it didn't, it wouldn't have gone to plan. I think also we forgot to announce that, like, we didn't know it was a boy or a girl. And we said, Zoe, we've had a baby girl straight away. Yeah. We should have. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Yeah. Just know that whatever happens in your birth. Yeah. Um, it might don't freak out so my another advice for me for like i'd say is if it looks bad yeah it might not be also um maybe we should do another one to yeah, talk so about just recovery after. and yeah because yeah. we haven't got time now yeah. but we'll talk but about we recovery. just wanted to get out there and let you know that mum and baby are, are home. well we are now a yeah. family of three plus coco so four yeah um and there'll be a couple of other well, on the uh, youtube one There'll yeah. be a couple of, uh, we'll put a couple of snippets of like, you know, uh, first little bits and pieces afterwards and stuff like that. But next episode, we'll talk about recovery. We're going to talk about recovery in the first week. Yeah. And yeah. just thank you to, I'm going to cry, but thanks. You say thanks. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> Hormones. You say thanks. Thanks to everyone for listening all the time. Everyone, you're amazing. Thanks so much for the support. Becky, it means a lot to Becky. It means a lot to me. Um, but Becky has to put her body through all this stuff and the hormones and the upset and everything and um you know i try and just give a bit of a perspective for the guys because guys are famous at not talking about their feelings but everyone who listens yeah no i'm thank you everyone all of our friends and family yeah but if we can help anyone it's been a long time coming yeah and we are really lucky yeah not everyone is so lucky it still feels a bit a huge weird like you and we didn't have we didn't have success straight away. No. We went through some really dark times before we yeah. got here. So if if you are going through a a, a a dark time at the moment, if things feel like impossible and terrible, then Sounds try and cheesy, have a ray of hope. Just you know, don't stop hoping because yeah. it it could happen. Yeah, and if it doesn't happen the way you want it to happen, if you become parents another way, or you it's don't become yeah. parents, it, there is always hope. There's a way. Anyway, we're going to sign off here because we've got like a baby to see too. We've got so much to do and not enough time to do it. Oh, but thank we you. love that though. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank if, you. And remember, we'll be putting some more uh, video bits on YouTube as well just to share <laughs> this cute little baby with everyone. Right. <laughs> see you in the next one. Bye.